focusing back on our breathing. sort of like breath work practice that you like to use because I like to do the in for five hold for a little while and out for seven five eh mm-hmm. I like fives I just 
heard a TikTok of someone saying that they do one for N for four, hold for four, out for six, and then mm. hold for two. Hmm. I feel like I hold for three-ish. It's kind of hard to hold on the inhale. I find it's just a subtle extension of the inhale. You know what I mean? It's hard to stop, like literally stop inhaling. Really? And I let, find it let hard. It, let myself not inhale more and literally just pause. Yeah, I find it harder on the exhale. I feel like on the inhale, like, I can't, I can't inhale anymore. I can inhale for an astonishing amount of time. Really? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I've counted my inhale, or, or, maybe I haven't counted, but (laughs) definitely there has been at least a moment or two of us in bed, like, falling asleep or whatever, or just some classic spooning action, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, like, I'll be aware of your inhalations, exhalations, and you'll be, like, 23 deep to my one inhale. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, like, intentionally, like, yeah, going for as sure. far as I can. Yeah. Like, <sighs> <laughs> yes, there's Very non-intentionally, <laughs> like, just in your, like, just... You know, we all do it. That's probably my breath throughout the day. Snores and all. But it's helpful to to really take those deep inhales and exhales. Mm-hmm. A dream. Really fill it up. Really expel all that stagnation. All that stagnation is built up in our lungs, really. Yeah. I kind of feel like a lot of times I can't, like, it feels like there's, even, like, uh, when I exhale as much as I can, like, I still feel like it's, there's, like, something else in there that I'm not getting out. I don't know what what the feeling is, but it's, like, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Like air or energy or what do you mean? Like, uh, I I don't know, like, almost like there's, like, a, like a like staleness in there or something like I don't know maybe if it's just mostly I've noticed it on days where I like like oh I haven't really been breathing very deeply today and you just like take some like a pump you know it takes a little time to pump it out <gasps> yeah <sighs> feel like a wheezy from Story. I think that's honestly really healthy to do that, like, ease it out. Yeah. 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 Because you're right, there is a little bit left in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's a bag that's filling up and, you know what I mean? Like, I don't actually know the science of your lungs. Like, I don't think they're an actual container. I think they're more like. Yeah. Closer to the shape of like a tree with like branches, right? Yeah. So there's like pockets of. Right. But I feel Vestibles. like that's probably why those, like, Wim Hof's... Vestibles. Is that the word? <laughs> Vestibules. Lung sacs. Those are called yeah. vestibles, right? Yeah, that's what, that's what we call those. Ventricles? Is that the word you're looking for? I don't know. You're, I don't know. Um, but, like, the, like, the, like, rapid type of breath where it's, like... I feel like that's probably really good in getting, like, sort of stagnation out. Because you need to think of, like, like those pumps for fireplaces, you know, that you kind of, like... I think that's sort of like a pseudo lung. You've got to like kind of pump it to get the air out. Pump, 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 pump. Like you're pumping the, the lungs to move the stuff from the bottom up. I don't know. That's yeah, just what I, mean, I, that's yeah. what I think of. It's like yeah. an image. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, uh, I think it's cycling in some sense, but you know, if you can get all of it out and then replenish it with all new energy, like. Yeah. That'd probably be helpful. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of funny that it's 
seen as like Wim Hof breathing because it's basically like Kundalini yoga. Mm. Those are like Breath of Fire is the super rapid. Gotcha. Where you're almost like just focusing on the inhale and the exhale is basically, or yeah, the exhale is <laughs> <laughs> like you're really focusing on the inhale. And yeah. The exhale is just like a little bit of a pressure valve uh, yeah. leak. <laughs> but you're trying to pump it. Right. Yeah. You remember when we did that breathing technique and then watched Coherence? I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty psychedelic. Tell the fine internet folks about it. I remember. About, um... What did we do? I don't remember the specific breathing technique we did. We did one of those that, like, the fast, you know. I think it was from an actualized episode. Was was, that? That was when I was in the... Yeah. 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 I remember we did it for a while. It was probably like. It was like 20 minutes. It was like a 20 minute thing, yeah. I think we were supposed to do it for 30 minutes. Yeah. And then the intermediate is like 60, and advanced would be like an hour and a half, two hours. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, we did it for like 20 minutes. We had been fasting that day. Remember? And. I believe you. Yeah, we yeah, it was like one of the first fasts that we did. Are we fast fast or like a juice like a twenty four hour? Mm, I think it was a juice fast. I don't think we've right. ever done an actual dry yeah. fast. Um, yeah, maybe not twenty four hour. Well, not dry, but like a water fast even. Yeah. Together, I think I have. in my hands mm-hmm. me too that's what I re- re- remember like almost most. like they were f- there was I had fallen asleep type of feeling mm-hmm. that tingle the tingle sort of thing like the pins and needles sort of kind of yeah it wasn't quite like wasn't pins quite and needles that. it wasn't like uncomfortable it was more just sort of like yeah yeah like my blood circulation had clearly shifted yeah I think that's what the feeling was right I feel I felt it in my extremities mm-hmm. right I don't I, that was literal years ago. That was like a totally different phase of our life. Yeah. It's our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what year that was? Like twenty sixteen, seventeen, eighteen? It's probably seventeen. Bad guess. Yeah, so five years ago. Yeah, I don't remember too much about it, but I liked it. Yeah. Didn't do it again. Mm-hmm. Just one of those things. It's just like the complete opposite of uh, you know, the classic dopamine addictions that most of us are looping in, you know, it's like the opposite in that it takes a lot of motivation to do something like that. Yeah. It's not a low, low cost, high reward, like so many other things. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what would you describe it as? Cause like, I mean, there is no cost. Like the, cost the cost is uh, spending the time and gathering up the motivation to commit to spending that time. Yeah, but and like, it's like sort of an exercise. Like it's not easy. Yeah, it's it is an That's exercise for sure. The cost and energy, the cost and time and energy. But it also motivation. is energizing in itself. Right. That's yeah. the reward. Right. So that's the reward, and it's like twenty minutes, like. I guess that sounds like a lot of time, but then we think about like it's just a drop in the bucket of. I understand what the time that I spend on right. my phone, you know? Yeah, true that. Yeah. If we could use that mental understanding to leverage into a motivation. Yeah. It the the reward is actually rewarding. I mean, I know that physiologically it is, but I mean did you feel like the endorphins? Like did you do what do you remember about it? Did I do feel remember feeling energized. energized. I, well, we turned on a psychological thriller like pretty closely after we finished yeah. it. So I think we sort of like 
got ourselves feeling trippy for a kind of trippy movie. It was, well, yeah, but we didn't even was. know what we were well, what no, was coming. You know, no, that's wild. Yeah, it wasn't intentional necessarily. Yeah. They're just like, let's do this real quick, and then we'll watch a movie. Yeah. I was like, we'll chill afterwards. Right. Yeah. It's a very trippy movie. Yeah. I mean, trippy. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's a trippy. Especially it's a trippy psychological. Yeah. I don't even say thriller. It's not I really know, a but thriller. But it kind it's of a is psych- a thriller. It, yeah, you're right. It does have thrilling aspects. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. And you don't car know chases how. Yeah, and it's stuff not, like that. Yeah. Not that kind of thriller, like but. Super violent. You just or don't know like what that. But there's kind yeah. of a thread of that. Like, it could break out into that at any point. Yeah. That's part of what's... There's, yeah, that um, um, anticipation. Anticipation, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, practically... Uh, not dry heaving. That's definitely not what I'm trying... <laughs> <laughs> I had a visceral, like... Yeah. Response to it. Mm-hmm. Like, the... Uh, there's a word for it. I don't know. I'm so not used to that yeah. experience. Not, I know. Not dry heaving, <laughs> but like qu- quivering, maybe? Maybe? I was like, like, like my heart like was beating a, a, so like fast. Like a thump your heart was thumping? Yeah, and I feel like it was like... Is there a maybe, word for that? Maybe not quivering. I'm probably not quivering. Probably not quivering. Probably not dry heaving. <laughs> Okay, we know what it's not. <laughs> my heart was jumping out of my chest. Yeah. That might be. And I feel like I was breathing fast. Yeah. Like I feel, and I and I just felt it very visceral. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I do remember feeling very much like. I was on edge. I was too. And yeah, I remember being very excited about it because it was like. What. The, just the movie in general, like Beforehand. it was. Or while um, it was happening, you were no, while that it, you were feeling that way? I, I mean, I was, I feel like, I no, I mean, like. I felt uncomfortable. You felt uncomfortable? Yeah, Go I mean, yeah. I mean, about. afterwards, I felt very excited about it, because it was like, this oh, cool sure. movie yeah, that I mean, we had, had a, just, like, come across at the library. Yeah. And then, like, I wanted everybody to watch it. And Coleman, I, Coleman, remember the boys all watched it at Boys House, and Coleman was like, oh liked it but like made me really uncomfortable no one's enjoyed it as much as we have yeah except for maybe shannon and jacob i feel like shannon liked it to a lesser degree but like everyone else that we've like casually recommended it we either haven't heard back from them about it (laughs) or have heard that it yeah super no nick liked it yeah i think nick liked it i think nick liked it yeah I thought about this when you were talking about emptying out your lungs mm-hmm. and replenishing your lung space with fresh air. Mm-hmm. Which brings up other considerations about how how fresh is our air. I had the same thought. Yeah. Um, it made me think about something I was thinking about this week about, uh, you know, how they talk about how fish fish don't know they're in water mm. I've heard that <laughs> <laughs> like fish don't know that they're in water we don't in the same way we don't think about the air that we're right. swimming through right traversing through and yeah we don't think of ourselves as swimming <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> maybe we should I don't think we are. <laughs> In a certain sense. Yeah. We're walking through air. Yeah. You know? But it's true, if the air pressure was different, we would traverse it differently. Mm. You know? The air pressure's different. On the moon, the gravity's different. You should be bopping. It'd be pretty fun. you crazy. Anyway, uh... Point being, I was thinking about you know the environments that we spend a lot of our times in and the energy that we fill. You know, we have mm-hmm. the fishbowl of our house. You know, you have the fishbowl of the library that you work at. You know, and we fill these 
containers of our environment with certain with the water with the air with the energy of certain vibes Mm -hmm. you know like your workspace probably energetically feels a little bit different when the waters are occupied by different people for sure everyone brings in we all we all have our own individual fishbowl Mm-hmm. of our aura you know like I have my vibe and my emotions and my energy and you know and when you enter a collective fishbowl we mm-hmm. occupy that space with our own individual energies and we collaborate the vibe yeah you know this house is different when we're both in it versus just one of us mm-hmm and then when we're not yeah. here and Bella's still here, literally still yeah. witnessing the space and I still... what it's like. Right. She transforms into a whole different entity. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Look at her up there. You know, I was thinking about, like, music is one of the things that I fill my space with. And, um... How I have had a tendency to, like, listen to music for the nostalgia factor. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about this before, but... Yeah, in a certain sense, I'm attached to certain music yeah I, I i love it like mm-hmm. i have an emotional attachment to it and it's also you know mm-hmm. it's good music and it tickles my brain in a certain way but i think that you know those neural pathways firing when they have you know yeah cues from history mm-hmm. you know historical cues neurons fire together wire together type stuff you've heard that phrase yeah yeah like when you have a certain emotion doing a certain thing you know you're going to kind of either look for that in that thing or it's going to mirror itself and you know repostulate that energy by entering that space or activity or vibe or whatever you know? mm-hmm. yeah I guess I'm opening myself to figuring out how to clean out my water because I feel like my energy has been pretty murky. Yeah. It's accumulating over decades. I understand that, yeah. It's definitely like feeling a desire to like deep clean, purge my space, our space. make a physical representation of shedding. Otherwise, it's just gonna be. Yeah. Nice people use aquariums. Or fishbowl. It's a small fish. Pretty pretty old school. This is one example of many domains of my life where I feel like I've tried a thing and failed at it, and I just I don't even want to do it I don't want to try it anymore because mm-hmm. it feels like um, you know I was explaining this to Lucas and Amanda the other day where it's like I've tried something and I've failed so it's almost like my ego and it's incessant uh, striving to keep itself safe you know from pain mm-hmm. and discoloration of its identity you know it wants to stay it's pr- prideful uh, predictable self you know mm-hmm. it's almost like it wants to jump cut the thing like oh well again neurons that fire together wire together you know oh I tried this thing and that led to disappointment why don't I just jump cut from the thing to the disappointment or mm. to the failure why don't I just yeah and not even try right 
I said that to them, and Lucas was just like, yep, that's the depressed brain. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking to him weeks ago about, you know, that, and about, like, you know, depression and what he calls the, de- the, the depressed brain. And we are talking about, you know, just seeing it as, like, an entity. Mm-hmm. Almost as, like, a demon, you yeah. know, a thought form, uh, an energy, right. you know. And uh, I was actually just listening to an old episode of Jess and Mark talking, and they're talking about, like, the energies of, like, yeah, like, what are demons, you know, and just talking about them being, like, thought forms, and uh, that that we are, like, creators, and that that's our godly nature, is our ability to create. Mm. I was thinking about that even earlier today. It's like, you know, our life really is our art you know, people that say they're not artists or not creative, like, we have access to creating our life any way that we want it. Mm-hmm. We can, we're, we are all painting a picture, uh, a time lapse of our time on Earth, you know. We can either paint that picture looking, emulating our ancestors, you know, our parents, and mm-hmm. uh, may look exactly like theirs in some energetic way, you know, mm-hmm. you're not exactly, right? Right. And I think that's the default. I think that's the, you know, the matrix of matter, you know, mattering, people, peopling, you know, that's yeah. the natural mm-hmm. karma unfolding, you right. know. Modeling. Yeah. And like self-replicating type of just mm-hmm. you know yeah flower of life flowering and unfolding mm-hmm. you know and it's not it's not like there's anything wrong with that but also it's like you know with the awareness that that is a pattern is that the pattern we want to be creating you know because yeah. we do have that power with our choices right with the people we choose to spend our time with you know mm-hmm. how we decorate our fish bowls and what energy we bring into it you know, that's sustaining us. So it's like, you know, I can have these like life enriching insights when I'm outside and in a fresh moment or, you know, collaborate with medicine that fresh refreshes my mental thought train, you know, mm-hmm. a stream of thought. Right. I have access to different streams. Maybe streams I've been on before, but just, you know, aren't accessing all the time or right. whatever, you know? And, um... But it's like, yeah, I've just built up a certain energy and and different areas of my life that are just not helping. You know? Yeah. Just circulating loops and stuff. Yeah. So if there's one thing that you can... Like, if you if you could just do one thing... To start to close or spiral out one of those loops, what do you think you could start with? Not necessarily. Need to answer the question right now, but I don't know. I just, we have like the tendency to like, like we've got to clean up everything and we've got to do everything all at once, and we're gonna be completely different people by this time next week, and that's just like so overwhelming. And unrealistic. Yeah, and unrealistic, and I realized I mean, that this that is a loop in and of itself, you know? What? Yeah, talking about this. Talking about this and, like, saying, what's one thing we can do? And then yeah, no, never doing the one I mean, thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just But like, that's, like, you know, self-defeatist to, to not... Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's life. Life mm-hmm. is a loop. We, we are on the spiral of right. existence, you know? Right. We've done all of this before. Can't let our the pride of our ego keep us from moving forward just because of oh I've been on this step I might have jumped off the staircase at this point but I have I've been on this step okay we'll mm-hmm. get back to that step and take the next step yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I think exercise really is like crucial yeah and meditation mindfulness and stuff. 
Right. An hour. Even if it's just a moment. Yeah. I mean, going on my morning walks has been helpful. Yeah. Because I treat it as a meditation. I like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a mindful exercise and I'm bringing my awareness back to, I've been working with mantras and stuff. That's nice. Yeah. And, you know, if I can find myself doing that again throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That's that's the work, like right. That's seeing those seeds sprout, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not just about like taking time out of life, moments out of mm-hmm. time to be in the divine, you know. Yeah. The idea is to integrate it, to to be divine with the way that we're living our lives. Yeah. developing our rhythms of existence mm-hmm. do we want to just be clones of the past do we want to be slaves to nostalgia and you know mm-hmm. just this classic stuff just like the more things change the more they say the same like yeah we are in a crazy pivotal pivotal moment in human history but like really we always have been yeah Right. It's just, I mean, this is a particular brink of, like... For sure. Maybe even the next evolution of consciousness, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, with AI and everything. Like, we're basically have birthed a new species. Yeah. I think that's why it's really important to, like, find ways to regulate our nervous systems. It's like, I don't know, there's just so much change and so much, not necessarily upheaval, but, like, there's just, like, a palpable sense of, like anxiety and stress with just about every person that I come into contact with and um yeah I guess I'm just like super aware of like how I don't actually know how to feel my feelings or like release it that's what apparently like the key is you gotta you've gotta release your emotions because we're just storing them and like what does that actually mean that means regulating our nervous systems and I think that that could be like my one thing is like finding a way to regulate my nervous system that actually works for me. Cause like there's a million ways to do it. Like what? Like different breathing techniques and exercise and like that's those are all ways of regulating your nervous system. Like doing uh, like vagus nerve work and like cold showers. Um, that's all I can think of right now but I know there's countless ways yeah. to regulate your nervous system Shaking you're just finding out. one one way that works mm-hmm. for this season yeah yeah and exercise probably is a really good one like I mean you get time to you know process your thoughts on things and then like actually physically release your feelings cause like intellectualizing about it isn't feeling my feelings yeah even like I feel like journaling isn't doing it you know cause that's really just more of putting words to it you know which it can which be helpful it is a step and can be that. helpful for yeah. sure I'm not knocking it but like I don't think that for me personally it's helping me really process much really yeah Physically, anyway, because I mean, I think there's, I think it's a two-step process, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like naming, naming it, figuring out where it comes from, like, you know, and you're like, oh, why am I feeling this? Oh, it's because when I was a kid, this thing happened. So like that step and then actually like releasing it from the body. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was that same video that I was referencing with the four, four, six, two mm-hmm. breathwork thing. Mm-hmm. She was saying three things that um, change your life. That was one of them. The other one was shaking it out, like mm-hmm. every morning. Just. I think I might have seen that video. I think the third one was screaming into your pillow in the morning. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, sure. I can't knock it if I haven't tried it. Yeah. I mean, we have. I have been talking about this with a lot of people, like mm-hmm. that we don't have a whole lot of healthy avenues for expressing rage, yeah, and anger in particular. You know. Yeah. Not that we have that many examples of expressing other emotions in healthy ways right. either, but I mean, with sadness and stuff, we have movies. Yeah. You know. Right. Anger, we have what metal, metal and sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the more we start releasing our emotions, the more anger is going to be that comes up more often than not. Um, I was I saw this video that um, a guy was talking about anger and like safe ways to release anger, and he had a really great um, technique that he uses and I can't remember what it is right now but I saved it and it's awesome but I just remember him saying that like pretty much behind every emotion that we feel anger's behind it and as you start to uncover your emotions like the anger is really going to come up okay I mean you know what you're talking about if you're talking about like the stages of grief I guess any negative emotion is a form of grief Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say there's different stages to it. You know, the anger, the denial, the bargaining, eventually the acceptance, you know, but to yeah. move through all that. It's depression, one of them, you know. Yeah, sadness and whatever. But to me, I think, yeah, of course anger's going to come up because there's a lot of injustice yeah. in the world and in our lives, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that's. I think that's at the root of anger is a feeling of injustice, you know, the, a feeling oppressed by another person, by a situation, you know, mm-hmm. feeling like this this is not fair. Yeah. Uh, we can do better. We can do better. And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes anger to cut through the monotony and the stagnation and the complacency. Right. To get to that clarity you know that may be ugly sometimes but it's there for a reason mm-hmm. but it's like well no, it's anger so hard it's a for fire. me to be around it's a fire and it can yeah. be contained and it can be used to mm-hmm. you know build beautiful creations yeah or burn it all down you want to say more about that? You said anger is really what for you? Oh, it's just hard for me to be around anger. It's hard to hold space for it because it's terrifying. It's just like puts my whole body into fight or flight. Do you think it's kind of cool? No. I don't. (laughs) I mean, I respect it. I do. I respect somebody that can access it and can figure out how to release it especially in healthy ways yeah I'm mostly being facetious obviously but I think that there is something cool about being passionate and caring yeah caring about things being better yeah and healthier you know unfortunately that's not what a lot of anger you know there's a ton of misguided anger there's a lot of just the ego clutching and Mm -hmm. grasping at its self-imposed prison ego bars and just yeah you know there's a lot of that right that's ugly and Mm -hmm. not super helpful but uh you know and MLK you know Mm -hmm. that was come from a place of anger and and compassion yeah for sure and there's a lot of passion and rage and that's a beautiful thing but yeah, it's just it's uh, you know dealing with trauma responses and stuff. You know, can't really help what your body does. It's just why it's crucial to process that, and release mm-hmm. it, so that you can access yeah. your own anger That's and your own. What I'm saying, yeah, uh, right. I mean, it's obviously. I don't think it's the highest vibing emotion, obviously. But uh, it's there for a reason. I think it gets demonized, and I think it gets uh, sanctioned to sports balls and uh, 
mostly sports. That's yeah. really like the only real place that I see a venue for that type of passion, a visceral bodily passion. Mm-hmm. You know, not that sports is just a bunch of anger, whatever. You know what I mean? But right. it's an aggressive thing, and like I think, I think it's more from like fans getting angry about the game going their way or uh-huh. not, you know, type of thing. But I mean, you know, there's road rage. That's another like pretty yeah, common. Right. But it's like none of those are really healthy. Like, no. obviously, road rage is certainly not healthy. But um, yeah, just to your point though, it's gonna it's gonna come out if it's not if we haven't set aside space for it, it will find space. Right. And if it's finding itself, then it's finding cracks in the foundation, you know, cracks in the structuring, which is going to probably be more ugly because probably, you know, it's finding opportunities rather than creating opportunities to sit with it and Mm -hmm. be intentional. It's going to unintentionally slip out at inappropriate times. Yeah. Like someone fucking up your order or... Stress, oh, I know. Stress at work. <laughs> yeah, or, totally. You know, so I'm not driving fast enough. Yeah. Or driving too fast around you. Somebody not walking fast enough across the street. <laughs> Type of thing. Getting stuck behind a slow walker in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Um, my biggest source of rage recently. <laughs> okay, so. Our new library has the teeny tiniest sink in our kitchen. Like, it's like a, that big. The sink is teeny tiny. And it's one of those motion sensor sinks. And it's like impossible to wash dishes after lunch. It is the most rage fueling experience that I've had in a long time. Trying to keep the water going in this teeny tiny sink to wash my stupid little Tupperware dish after having my little lunch at work. My little lunch and my little Tupperware and my little sink. <laughs> my little teeny tiny sink. Apparently, oh my, my gosh, yeah. That's, that's. Like I just want to scream sometimes. Sheesh. Yeah. And I've seen every other person have the same frustration. So. Teeny tiny sink. Sucks. I just have to, have to make a big mess and then clean up the water on the floor afterwards. That might be the only way. They also didn't caulk the sink in when they put in the sink on this counter. So there's nothing under, there's there's no caulking around it. So the water just goes under the sink when you're washing, you know, when inevitably water gets all over the counter. It just goes under the sink because they didn't caulk it in. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe cut that out. <laughs> Example of how you know, like our individual fish bowls or auras, or mm-hmm. reach on our own little timeline. Yeah, walking around in our fishbowl that it affects other fishbowls. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, which is true. why it's helpful to keep a a clean vibe, keep a yeah. conscious vibe, right? And to not be angering other people with our ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know. Also ignoring what may be a consideration to someone else. Also known as being inconsiderate. Yeah. You know? Right. But the you know you know, there's the other extreme of being overly considerate of other people. Sure. What are you gonna I don't know, I just it's just that there's a balance. Well of you course know? there's a balance, yeah. yeah there's That's a center, just yeah. that was my point. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're overly considerate to the point of anxiety, you know, it's like, find a flow, but don't be so flowy that you're spilling all over everybody around you, you know, mm-hmm. like, a nice channeled flow. Yeah. So, anyway, what's the flow going to be this week? Well, the first half of the week is going to be very productive. 
in the second half of the week is going to oh, be... Oh, will you be producing? Results. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to clean this place up and I want to throw things away. Just clutter. Not like throw it away. I'll be responsible about it. But just get rid of clutter. Respond yeah. to the things that have accumulated in our... Correct. Fishbowl. Right. Make sure there's space for proper flow and for ventilation. Sure. Yeah. Right. We're gonna dust. All good stuff. Dusting's my least favorite chore. And you can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can tell because we don't have a duster. We have a duster. What are you talking about? Duster things? Oh, those dusters? No, that just moves the dust about? around. What do you mean, a dust buster? What duster do we have? This towels, dusting towels. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll be breaking this out. <laughs> yeah, we will. from our conversation. Any takeaways? Um, I don't know that it's like a complete thought, but just when we were talking about like breathing methods and stuff, that it's not necessarily like a low cost high reward situation but I was like yeah but like it's only 20 minutes I could apply that to my life a little bit more yeah there's lots of things that I put off that won't take that long and will make a pretty high impact mm-hmm yeah Heard something about like if there if you see something that you could do and it's gonna take less than two minutes, just do it. Totally. And just having that as a rule for yourself, you know. Yeah. Twenty minutes to stretch or breathe or, or even five shake minutes. Shake it out. Just start with five minutes. It's better yeah. than nothing. like can we take a break from scrolling on the internet for five to t 20 minutes to do something that's going to have a positive life enriching like mood boosting yeah impact we could totally on our do that visceral reality yeah mm -hmm. like if if the things we're consuming on the internet aren't bringing us back into reality and then into our center like what are we really doing other than it's just another loop yeah yeah it's a fun little <laughs> yeah right and then boring yeah right boring 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 <laughs> exactly it's so messed up <laughs> it's worse than cigarettes Addictions at least were cool. <laughs> no. Like cigarettes, you know, kind of rebellious and badass. Why? At one point, they, you know, weren't even rebellious. They were just. just eh, you got your little incense stick that you are inhaling and it makes yeah. you a little lightheaded and yeah. loopy for a second. Right. You know, just a little casual, whatever. They smell good. Before you light it on fire. <laughs> Drinking, like, you know. Mm -hmm. There's an archetype that that. The luck, the, you know, happy go lucky, whatever. Just life for the party. Life. Yeah, yeah, whatever. For sure. And now our addictions are being on our phones and staring at screens. Yeah, That's, we're all becoming hunchbacks. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty pathetic. Yeah. Lame. There's nothing cool about it. All right, that's not entirely true. There, there is some cool stuff on the internet. Yeah, there's definitely cool stuff on the internet. I mean, it's cool to be able to connect with... It's just not cool to consume with, it yeah. all the time. Right. To do nothing with the information. For sure. But, I don't know, I think it's kind of shameful. Like, are, you ever, like, be in public and look at your phone? Like, I don't know, I'm embarrassed to be seen on my phone. Like, if I ever, like, get on... God forbid, Facebook... Someone saw me on Facebook. I'd be humiliated. Oh my gosh, you're it's so, so dramatic. <laughs> it's so cringe. Yes. Come on. You don't think so? I see you on Facebook. Well, yeah, you're. We share a fishbowl. <laughs> I mean, like if I was like at a bar or in a public space or like. I see, yeah. And someone saw me on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it could be something else. It'd be less embarrassing, but it'd still be. I don't know. I think it's embarrassing. You don't get that? That's no, I do. I think it's embarrassing to be seen doing the thing that we all do, you know. But it's just it just yeah. it feels so like self indulgent and like antisocial, you know. Because yeah. if you're in public, the idea is you're like interacting with other right. people or like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just something very gross to me about being on my phone rather than people or seeing other people on their phone. Hmm. Obviously, I'm not judging them or, like, you know... Yeah. Making a thing about their character. It's just like a... Oh, gross. It's like, I don't know. Just want to pick their nose or something. It's like, you know, we all do it. <laughs> I want to see you doing it. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking, um... I don't know, earlier today or yesterday or something. About, like, the first times that I can remember, like, having a phone and, like, being able to use that to, like squelch my social anxiety like being out somewhere and like waiting for oh, a friend yeah. or something and like pretending to look at my phone or like pretending to text you know oh my god <laughs> yeah I'm just like Ugh. Yeah. but yeah it became a crutch really quickly yeah and that like not having to look at other people that are around exactly so like is that helping Probably not. Maybe in some situations. You ever tried the whole pretending to be on a phone call thing? No. So you don't. No, I haven't. You were literally just telling somebody about that yesterday. I know. I didn't say I'd do it myself. <laughs> I was in a, I was doing a bit. I was being funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> the person I was talking to thought it was funny. <laughs> I've never done that. I mean, I've never like put it up to my face and like pretended to talk or anything like that. Yeah. But, I mean, I've probably like looked at my phone or like had a podcast still on or something. Sure. As I was going into the house or something. And pretending to have it up to your ear. No, just like just like pre- oh, pretending that having... I'm distracted oh, or like yeah. something like that. I've done that. I mean, a lot of yeah. times I'll like jostle with my keys and like pretend. Wait, I, which one's the house yeah, key again? Which of these two ones? Is it the fob or is it the key? <laughs> I can never remember. <laughs> or is it the dead end code okay. dog tag? <laughs> that someone put in my tip jar. <laughs>